This week's episode is brought to you by the Communicore Cadets. They are the greatest online fans. Welcome to season three. Hello, and welcome to Communicore Weekly, the greatest online show and home of the world's first pair of independently born identical twins. I'm George. And I'm Jeff. And we're celebrating today, or Yay! whenever you're listening this, because this is our 150th episode, which is crazy to think about that we've been doing this for 150 episodes. Did you think we'd do reach 150, George? Nah, I figured somebody would have stopped us around five. Five? I mean, after that Just rap song. Said, yeah, yeah, after the rap song, that's why. So so go back and listen to episode five. Listen to our rap song. And what um, we thought would have did us in. <laughs> <laughs> or or had us signed to a major label at that uh, point in time. One or the other, but uh, not really that second one. Not so much. Not so much. Not so um, much. But we're super psyched for everyone that has, you know, ever listened to the show. I mean, some of you have been with us some, from the beginning. Some of yep. you came in later on. Some of you stopped listening to us. That's okay. We love every single one. Actually, if you stop listening to us, you're not hearing this now anyway. So I guess it doesn't matter. But we so, love. Yeah, we don't have to. We don't have to like them. We oh well. I mean, we still like no, them we still and we appreciate like them, their yes. time. Yes, we do. That's true. Good point. Good but point. We're sad that you're not listening to the show anymore. <laughs> but you're not hearing this any- anyway. We want to talk to the people that are listening. So thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That last one wasn't supposed to be a question. Gosh, I don't know I why. I thought you were going to go out for 150 thank yous. I could have if I really oh. wanted to. We can do that still. We have the time. We have the technology. <laughs> we can make it stronger, faster. Okay, Mark Wahlberg. Sorry. So, <laughs> um, so next year, for even though we're still a little bit away from season four, we're we're gonna we're starting to prepare for season four now, and we're gonna do things. Uh, a little bit differently for season four. We're going to do uh, a very big year-long thing that we'll have an announcement uh, for the season three finale. But for now, <laughs> we want you guys, as a preemptive way to, to get ready for season four, we want you to email us at communicroweekly at gmail.com. And what are they sending us, George? Well, we would like to know your name, your address, your snail mail address, please, and your birthday, but not your full birthday. We just want to know the month and the day. And you can include anyone in your family as well, but we would love to know your name, your address, and your birthday. And that sounds like a lot of information. Uh, we're not asking for your social security number or yeah. your credit card number or any of that stuff, but nope. send us that stuff to communicroweekly at gmail.com and it'll make sense uh, during the season three finale as we roll into season four because season four is going to be a fantastic year, if I do say so myself. Well, and you did. I did just now. Did you see what I did there, guys? This is crazy. That was pretty good. That this was pretty crazy. good. So, but well, we got uh, a great Disney history and a lot of voicemails to go through. We so. do for for episode one fifty. We figured we play some of these great voicemails that we've been sitting on for a while. Some of the ones that have recently come in for the hundred fiftieth episode because we asked a bunch of you guys to do so. So let's jump to it. It's time for Disney history. 
Now for episode 150, we really wanted to do something special for the history segment. It's just something really, really amazing and something that would have, you know, been so great that you would have never forgotten. And when we started brainstorming ideas for what to do, I got a little sidetracked and hungry. Uh, mo mostly hungry. So who can really think about Disney when their brain is thinking about like turkey legs and Dole Whips and churros mm. and ice cream and Mickey premium bars and and, and you know and that's that's how we got where we are now. It's you know we're gonna talk about a random mash of food places at Disneyland. You know from restaurants to snack places. Uh, we're gonna look at some of the really weird places that you can eat back in the day and some of them that you can still eat at today. <laughs> but just don't call them weird when you go in there. No 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 they might kick you out. This is weird. Okay. Well, all right, so for example, how about the Casa de Fritos, which opened about uh, three weeks after the uh, opening day in Frontierland, where uh, the corner of Riverbell Terrace is now. Aunt Jemima's Pancake House took up the rest of the space, but that one corner was all Casa de Fritos. And uh, by the next year, however, it moved across the walkway and replaced the Marshal's office over to the north. Of course, the restaurant was named after Fritos, the delicious snack made by Frito-Lay. I hope we get a sponsorship out of this, too. Maybe we could. Maybe we I love. like Fritos. Okay. Yeah. So, so guests were reminded that as soon as they walked in, uh, it was because there was a statue of the Frito Kid, the cartoon mascot right next to a vending machine. All right. So now, today, it's kind of commonplace, but... Mexican food was still kind of an exotic dish back in the 1950s, so the tacos and the burritos and the enchiladas or the tortillas, uh, or, mm. or tor tortillas as Notopoli and Dynamite would say, uh, <laughs> they were really quite the treat back then. And then, you know, walking into the Hacienda-style restaurant was a big deal for those of them who didn't live in the Southwest or, you know, if they didn't visit south of the border. But eventually, the restaurant expanded into Mineral Hall. It actually closed briefly in 1982 and reopened with a larger outdoor dining space and a new name, Casa Mexicana. Uh, Lowry's was actually the new sponsor, and so the Frito Kid was history. But Lowry's didn't last long either, and Rancho del Zocalo replaced it in 2001, which is still there today. Yes, it is. I love eating there. Um, Sunkist had not one, but two locations in Disneyland. The first was the Sunkist Citrus House, which opened in 1960 and was located on Main Street. Taking over from the former Puffin Bakery, Sunkist served up freshly squeezed glasses of orange juice and delicious lemonade to guests that needed to quench their thirst. Of course, baked goods were still on the menu, as was coffee for those needing a pick-me-up. The cast members all wore bright green pants. Funny, I'm wearing gray bright green pants too are you really um, no that's oh. okay i just thought it'd be funny um you're well anyway <laughs> so <laughs> yes i was gonna enjoy you know quite the fashion statement as well the second location was uh sunkist i presume which opened in 1962 in adventure so it's not sunkist i presume it was sunkist but the name of the shop was sunkist i presume i'm glad you clarified because i was gonna have to clarify if you didn't like, clarify like you know, Dr. Livingston, I presume. Yes, it was actually named after uh, Henry Stanley's famous line when he met David Livingston. Uh, yes. At least that's what we presume. I mean, it would make the most sense that that's what it, that's what it would be. We're presuming um, on a presumption. We are presuming on a presumption, and we all know what happens when you presume on a presumption. Nobody's right. 
Exactly, exactly. So, Sunkiss, I presume, was actually across from the Jungle Cruise, uh, taking over for the tropical cantina that once sat there. Uh, not the most isolated cantina, that came later. Um, it actually had a thatched roof uh, to fit in with the jungle theme, and the cast members all wore Hawaiian shirts and Bermuda shorts. Or floral dresses if you were female. Uh, I guess the guys could have wore floral dresses too, but I don't know how yeah, Disney maybe. feels about that. Yeah. Um, so Sunkiss juices, uh, such as the Jungle Julep Medley, they were on the menu, as were the very tropical food of hot dogs. Totally makes sense to me. Toads. Hot dogs in the Amazon. Great. Um, but this location also made the mint juleps that used to be served on the Mark Twain back in the day as well. So the Yacht Club opened in Tomorrowland in 1955. It wasn't an exclusive members-only location, as the name suggests, but a place for fast food along the lagoon, uh, hence the name. Uh, though it had a lot of nautical pennants to fit in with the theme, it actually kind of looks like an old McDonald's in some of the photos that we've seen. The Yacht Club stayed in Tomorrowland until 1957, when it was lifted and moved about 75 feet away from the lagoon and renamed to the Yacht Bar, because they were incredibly creative back then. Very creative. In a, <laughs> in a 1959 souvenir book, uh, listed a dance area next to the Yacht Bar, which kind of foreshadowed things, because it was replaced in 1966 by the Tomorrowland Terrace, where you can usually find Jeff dancing to suburban legends these days, but not back in 1966, because we don't have our swan boat time travel really working well yet. Yeah, we're still working on the technology for that. Yes. Other stuff, down pat, but that one, not so much. Yeah. Um, so next we have Don DeForce's Silver Banjo Barbecue, which opened two years after Disneyland's opening day, and it, they proclaimed that they had the finest barbecue this side of the Mississippi. Uh, it actually opened in Frontierland, next to the Aunt Jemima's Pancakes House, uh, where Ca Casa de Fritos was located before it moved. And it was actually named after the Emmy-nominated actor Don DeForce, who was known as Thorny in The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet. And Don actually was on the opening day broadcast of Disneyland. Uh, he was in an Autopia car, and he also could be seen briefly on the Casey Jr. Circus train. Don himself was actually the chef of the restaurant, and his brother Vern was the manager. And it was named the Silver Banjo because that was one of Don's most prized possessions. And at this place, you can find barbecue ribs, uh, chicken, pork, and fish. And the place was so small that it was constantly being harassed by the fire marshals, but they kept on cooking anyway, and it remained open until 1961. How does a marshal harass a restaurant? I don't, I don't know. I guess they can send them citations. I guess that's it, and, and we're going to move along. So, uh, <laughs> Edelweiss Snacks, uh, located in Fantasyland, did not open until 2009, but it's still delicious. Located in the shadow of the Matterhorn and close to the old motorboat cruise dock, this A-frame cottage has turkey legs, chimichangas, corn on the cob, and other food you can take on the go with you. Or you could go back further in time and check out the Maxwell House Coffee Shop which opened in December 1955 on Main Street next to the Opera House. It was the perfect location for an early morning cup of coffee as guests made their way into the park, so much that when they left in 1957, Hill Brothers stepped in to take their place. Now after all these snacks and coffee and stuff, you may need to satisfy your sweet tooth. Well, that's when you go to Carousel Candies, who have you covered. And that's Carousel with two R's, just to let Rory know, because I'm sure he's asking if it's two R's or one R. So, two R's, Rory, remember that. Now, this small candy cart in Fantasyland uh, is near Sleeping Beauty Castle, and it has a lot of stuff from Goofy's Kitchen. 
uh, a lot of traditional candy, and some additional royal souvenirs as well, in addition to all that candy stuff. Uh, like that tiara that George always wanted. So Still, hey, Christmas is coming up. It is coming. Christmas is coming. Hey. Put it on your wish list. Um, so from 1958 until 1994, the Castle Candy Kitchen was located nearby as well, uh, along the walkway through the castle. And the name actually changed to the Castle Candy Shop in 1967, since there really was no kitchen located there. Um, a bunch of really weird food locations all over Disneyland. Yeah, I'm wishing now we had had cake for the 150th episode, because that would be good right now. Are you going to share it with everybody, or are you just individually well, I mean, going to eat your cake? Just, just for, like, me. I want to have my cake and eat it, too. I mean, uh, I mean, you could. You, we can stop, and you can go bake a cake, and then we come back, and then you can eat it as we're recording. Yeah. That's a lot That's of work. too much work, yeah. Do you know how to turn on the, the oven? Um, yeah, I've got the instructions written down somewhere. Okay, all right, fair enough. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, yeah, so let's maybe stop talking about food for a while. But, <laughs> but we would love to hear what you guys think about your favorite food place at Disneyland or your favorite food at Disneyland. Give us a call on the Communicore Weekly Goat Line at 424-785-4628. That's 424-785-GOAT. Don't know what you know till we know you. You just don't know. There's one little fact we bet you didn't. One little fact we bet you didn't know. For this week's one little fact, we've got a fact about us. The Communicore Weekly theme song has been listened to over six million times by cadets all over the world during the past 149 episodes. Thank you guys so much. So we have been saying we're going to do another mailbag episode for a while now, but we decided to take some of the really good voicemails we got uh, over the last, since we did the last mailbag actually, and some of the, the voicemails that have come in for the 150th episode and play a few of them now uh, because we appreciate you guys and we want to give you guys some shout outs. And some of you guys had mm-hmm. some questions and whatnot as well um so this is just like a small sampling of all the messages (laughs) we have received because we received a lot and we are very thankful for you guys for calling us yes we are yes we are so So, nope what are you gonna say george (laughs) we we're already we're talking over each other already you see folks when we don't script out our episodes we talk over each other that's what happens See, you just did it now. I know. Proving our point. <laughs> so let's listen to this verse voicemail right now. Hi, George and Jeff. My name is Brett, and I'm a regular listener. I don't really have any relevant commentary on any recent episodes, but I did want to say that I enjoy you guys, and I listen to you a lot. Thanks for what you do and for being those funky, goofy friends that I have over every night before I go to sleep. So uh, that's kind of that's kind of all I had to say. Thanks for listening. Keep podcasting. Bye, guys. So, uh, nothing creepy about us sneaking into your house every night and talking to you as you go to bed. I'm actually there right now, Brett. So, I mean, you might want to turn around. I'm waving to you right now. (laughs) Hi! I'm just kidding, guys. I'm not actually there. (laughs) But thank you, Brett. That was a great message, and we're glad we're we're a part of your life. Yeah. That means a lot to us. It kind of feels nice to be someone's sweet little lullaby before they fall asleep. Okay. George didn't sound entirely convinced by that one. No, I wasn't sure what else to say about that. Oh, okay. All right, so let's go on to the next voicemail. Hey, Jeff. Hey, George. Good at Randy here. Just wanted to congratulate you guys on 150 episodes. 
Love the show. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Brandy. We really appreciate that. Uh, I'm glad that you like the show. I like the show. <laughs> Do you like the show, George? Yeah, I wouldn't be showing up every week. Well, that's because right. I make you show up every week. Oh, that's true. That's that contract. Yeah, it is that contract that we signed in your blood. <laughs> not my blood. You are contractually obligated. But this is thank you. not like a haunt. I don't it, like that. Sorry to scare you, George. But thank you, Brandy. That was really sweet of you. We really appreciate that. Um, and now we got this voicemail about some important Communicore Weekly merchandise. Hello? Hello? Is this thing on? Hello? Christian Bell Weekly Cadet Rock here with a very important question. Will there be buttons? Uh, yes, Cadet Russ, there are buttons. They have the nice disclaimer that the wearer of the button must remain at least 500 feet away from Kristen Bell at all times. They also come in a beautiful 8.5 by 11 form on a piece of paper uh, that has to be carried on your person at all times. Um, so they're very exclusive one-of-a-kind one buttons. Is that yes, okay? We, 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 we both have one. We do, and, we do. Um, We're both very lucky to have them. And they're kind of easy to get, surprisingly. <laughs> uh, this direction's going a little bit creepy. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe, we should move on. Yeah, let's go on to the next one. Jeff Heimbach? Well, that one was obviously from our Justin Scarred impersonation contest, and it was the only entry, go believe it or not. figure. Um, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, that's a thing uh, over at Live Fast, Die Poor, because Justin likes to pronounce my name as a question, and now that's how everyone yells my name across Disneyland as and, a question. Yeah. And he would randomly look at people and say that. That sort of had some bit of resemblance to that you. That guy has it's... glasses? Jeff Heimbuck? <laughs> that guy's got some facial hair. Yes. <laughs> Jeff Heimbuck? <laughs> yes, that's a thing, and it's, and it's funny to me. Um, but this, this next one is actually rather creative. Yes, it was. Hey, this message is from Matt Wire at BizWire on Twitter. 150? Congratulations, you guys. Enjoy your haiku. Matt, I love haikus, and I love that voice message. I was trying to make that a haiku, then I failed miserably, because I was yeah. trying to do it off the top of my head, and you probably wrote yours out. That was terrible. But uh, thank you for the sweet haiku. Yeah, it was great. I could never do haikus because there was way too much math involved. There, yeah, George, no good math. No, not at all. But Matt, language. thank you. That was that was awesome to have a haiku like that. <laughs> all right. This one is where things get a little weird. Just a little? Uh, I hope I get the right number. I'd like to order uh, six buffalo-style wings and six barbecue-style wings and six dollar-style wings, a bowl of chew. And if you could put that in a frozen bong bucket, I'd appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Appreciate what you do. I so thought we were done talking about food. Uh, clearly not. We're, we're, yeah. The guy wants to order a C-17, so we should give him a C-17. <laughs> yes, we'll, we'll, we'll call our Kingdom Cast buddies on that one. Yeah, we'll let them deal with that food order. Uh, but thank you for calling in, sir. We hope your food got to you in under 30 minutes or less. Otherwise, um, you're still paying for it. That's, yeah. that's how it works with the community quality, uh food service. Um, but uh, here, here's a good one also from uh, Matt from Dixie Landings Radio. Hey, guys. It's Matt from Dixie Landings Radio. Just want to congratulate you on show 150. I uh, look forward to the episodes each and every week and can't wait to hear what you guys have each week when you release them. Uh, keep up the good work and look forward to more. Thank you, Matt, for your kind wor words. We really appreciate it. And again, thank you to everybody uh, for, for calling in. Uh, we love hearing from you guys. Um, I guess this one is still a little weird again. I don't know who it is. Do you know who this is? 
No, not at all. I didn't not recognize the voice at all, but uh, mm-hmm. maybe you guys do. You guys can let us know who it is. Hello, boys. It's your old pal Eisner here. Just calling to congratulate you on 150 episodes. And hopefully, your last. Ah, <laughs> uh, excuse me for a minute, boys. What is it? Uh, sir, you have a delivery. What is it? Is it here? Finally? My transmogrification ray? Uh, no, sir. It says 12-foot inflatable Hello Kitty doll. Oh, oh, gotta go, guys. Uh, congratulations again, George and Jeff. Talk to you soon. Got important business to take care of. <laughs> wow, I'm wondering how that voicemail from the darkest timeline got across. I thought we disconnected all our phone lines from over there. Yeah, we may have to look into that. One more time. Possibly. Possibly. Okay, <sighs> well, I don't want to talk about the darkest timeline or even think about it, so let's uh, go on to this next voicemail. I suck. It's your ball warm. <laughs> oh! Anyways, I'm just dropping in saying congratulations on the communications with the TVN or the communicorium. <laughs> Either way, they play it. They cool with the worm. I'm fresh with the soft player. <laughs> anyway, George Keithy, Jeff Haney. Get at your ball worm. We cool. We friends. We fresh. Holla at you. Next year, 2015 is going to be the best year because the worm's going to make a guest spot. It's going to be fresh. <laughs> yeah, warm. Communication with the champions. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's my homeboy worm from the Goobers. If you guys haven't seen uh, the Goobers yet, it's an internet cartoon, which you can check out at goobers.tv. I actually do a voice in the second episode. Uh, but I'm not gonna tell you who, so maybe you can just watch it and try to figure it out for yourself who I am. It's, did they? Did they call? Did they pay scale? Uh, if by scale you mean nothing, then yes, they pay scale. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Yeah. But the the fans should definitely check it out. They might like that. So, yes. um, I, I know the one coming up next calls out one of our special talents. The, yes. 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 He does. Let's let's listen. Hey, my name is Scott McDonald. I'm a huge fan of the show. Just wanted to congratulate you guys on 150 episodes. Please keep up the good work, and uh, I love all that you do, but especially love the bathroom reviews. I was at uh, Disney World last month and made very good use of your recon work. So, again, keep up the good work, and uh, you guys are awesome. Bathroom recon for the Xbox 360? I think that's our season five. That should be our season five uh, big surprise. Would it be a first-person shooter, though? Uh, you know, I don't want to talk about the logistics no, of that game yeah, any longer, because anyways, once you said that, yeah, it no okay. longer was PC. <laughs> no, so, okay, but anyway, Scott, thank you so much. We're glad that uh, uh, lots of other cadets like you have gotten our great sense of humor as well as our love of Disney bathrooms, because... They are spectacular places. They are, they are pretty great places, and I'm glad that people uh, actually make use of our recommendations when they're visiting the Disney theme parks. Um, <laughs> I only use Communicore Weekly approved bathrooms. Communicore Weekly stamp of approval. I'm gonna put st- <laughs> like, we're going to put we'll Yelp put stickers. stickers. <laughs> yeah, kind of like Yelp stickers on some of the bathrooms. Uh, All right, we'll have to make that then. Okay. Yeah. All right, next voicemail. Here we go. Hey there. I think you guys should talk about your favorite park music, like themed area ambiance and ride soundtracks. I know you use a lot of it as your background music for the show, but you guys have to have personal favorites, right? Right? Anyway, happy 150 episodes of Bob Brown Boats and Five-Legged Goats. This is an awesome question, and I can remember the first time I heard 
uh, in-park music, so to speak, that wasn't part of an attraction. And it wasn't until later when I was watching a videotape of a trip and we were waiting by the, the ferry or the monorail station at the Magic Kingdom and we heard music in the background. And it was like, oh, yeah, there's music everywhere in the parks. So I think for me, my favorite park loop type music is anything that you hear in the entry pavilions or the entry plazas. Yeah, for the park music. I, I think um, I mean I'm gonna agree with you, and but I'm gonna get more specific. I'm gonna go <laughs> specifically with the Epcot entry. Um, yeah, that's a good one because, l- like he pointed out, uh, we use that music a lot in underneath a lot mm-hmm. of our segments. Um, yeah. and I I don't know what it is about that one. I just really like that. I can listen to it on repeat all day at work, and yeah. uh, I think I think it's great. That's definitely my favorite one. Now, um, what about attractions? Attractions. You I have mean, a that's, favorite attraction song. A, a uh, favorite one. I don't know. Can I, I can't pick just one. Again, think, it's like picking your yeah. favorite child. But if I have to and I'm going to whisper this, I think it's between the Haunted Mansion and Splash Mountain. You did not whisper that. You spoke that at a normal voice level. Did I? You did. I thought I was whispering. No. You have problems controlling the volume of your voice sometimes, I think. Well, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I don't want people to have to, you know, rewind and do that. So I'll say I'm whispering, but I'm not. Okay. All so right. that keeps the volume there. Um, but, you know, music is so important to it to the theme park experience altogether. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a great question, and we could probably do a segment on <laughs> all of our favorite area music We loops. probably should do a segment on area music at some point because it's such a fascinating subject to me because it is a very integral part of I, the experience of wherever you are. It definitely adds to the feel of it. I, actually, um, I think my favorite music loop, I can say hands down, is in the Journey to Imagination bathrooms. Back because to the bathroom play, thing, folks. They, yes, back to the bathroom. They play the original Journey into Imagination music loops back there. Very nice. They, I don't think Disney knows because they should. <laughs> they didn't turn them, them off, guys. Shh, don't tell them or they'll go turn listen. them off. So go, go stand in the bathroom with a recorder and record them. And uh, re- yeah, no, yeah. don't do that, guys. That's nothing weird. wrong with this advice. No, yeah. nothing. <laughs> this this advice is not Communicore Weekly approved. Yeah, yeah. Let's, get, let's let's yeah. let's move on to another one of our weird voice messages. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> I love that people call in and do the ghost whistle and that it's become a thing. Like, seriously, we've said this before. It was a silly offhand comment, and it's become this this thing now to you guys. And to me, that's hilarious. Um, Yeah, I I think the the biggest compliment for us is that, you know, it became an amazing T-shirt. Yes. Thank you to our friend Jeff uh, Delgado for designing that T-shirt. And it's people wear to theme parks. They post photos to us. And uh, I've got a, a friend of mine. We'll call him Les because that's what his name is. Who's an artist and sort of likes <laughs> Disney but doesn't really have a big, you know, doesn't watch the show all the time. But he says he'll see the Ghost Whistle shirt pop up. And he tells me over, over and over again how an amazing, how much of an amazing design it is. Because it is a great and, design. It, yeah. I think we get more pictures of people in the theme parks wearing that shirt than any of our other shirts at this point. Um and I don't know why it caught on to be such a thing, but I am certainly glad that it did. And it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so having said that, let's move on to our next voicemail from someone that we already heard a voicemail from earlier, uh, but he left a nice message. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Is this thing on? Hello? Communicore Cadet Russ here calling to congratulate you on 150 shows. I also have a friend here who would like to say something. You talk, you talk right here, 
you know what? I got it. I got it. Just give me the phone. Okay, thanks. Hey, guys, this is Russ. Just calling to congratulate you on 150 shows, and thank you for all the wonderful entertainment and information you've given us. And I'd ask, hey, hey, give that back. I got to go. Wow, Russ and 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 Russ and other oh, Russ. No, sorry, sorry. No, Cadet Russ and Russ. Yeah, regular Russ. You know, Russ is uh, our friend who wrote the uh, Seen Unseen Disneyland book, which we which we really enjoyed. You know, Russ. You know, you you've wanted to break into podcasting, and it's, you know, you complained about not having somebody to podcast with. I think you could invite Cadet Russ on to be your co-host. Yeah, you guys could do a really good job together. I think it seems like you have a good uh, relationship, and yeah. uh, both your voices are made for radio. Um, yeah, and and, it, and it's easy to tell you two apart. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So thank you for your kind words, good sir. We appreciate it. Um, <laughs> now, obviously, you guys listen to the show, and you know how musically inclined, I was going to say how musically inclined we are, but we're not. You know how <laughs> musically inclined the Communicore Weekly Orchestra is and how music plays a big part of the show, obviously from the theme song to the bumpers to the musical. Well, we also have some amazing cadets who are musically inclined, and we sometimes get songs on our voicemail. And this is a great one right here. Communicable Weekly brings up Disney history with Book of the Week and then a sneak peek. Communicable Weekly congrats on 150. You're both at your peak. I'm sure you already know that you're the greatest online bros. Thanks for everything. Keep it up. Uh, words can't even describe uh, how hard I laughed when I first heard that. I mean, that that's great. That takes a lot of talent and time to, you know, make those lyrics up to fit our 150th episode. So thank you for that. <laughs> I thought it was great. And I'm pretty sure this is, if not for dreaming, not 100% sure, but I'd like to think it is. And if so, it's great. If it's not, if not for dreaming, then you sound like them and that's great as well. Yes. <laughs> Let us know who it is because I really enjoyed that one. I mean, great that I do have your phone number. I can call you back, but I'm not going to call you now. It's kind of late, I'm sure. And that'd be kind of creepy. I mean, you're going to call everybody back and go, ghost whistle. That would oh, be quite could. hilarious, actually. You could. That's true. Write could. that idea around for later. Yeah. But, um, uh, let's let's move on to the next song because I particularly like this one. Uh, Animal Kingdom, we close before dark because we are a half-day park. Half-day park. Oh, yeah. You know, everybody knows it. Points, points for being clever. Um, <laughs> and then I take those points away for hating on Animal Kingdom. So you're back to zero, sir. Thank you. Oh, but still very creative. Oh, yeah. Very, I can't take that creative. away without a doubt. That's, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. without saying, however, full-day park. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Okay, well let's let's uh, let's move on to the next one, which is a different genre. Yes, altogether. A, a, but I like it. Harkens back to episode five, if you will. Yeah. It's communical weekly. It's time to get geeky. And if you don't mind, I'll get a little freaky. All we need a little jazz. All we need a little joy. To get us through the day, what would you call chores? I listen at home. I listen in the car. I listen in the gym when I run real far. Keep doing what you do. We're your number one cadet. Through Andrew! Woo! Yeah! Humble! I mean, uh, rap. You can't go wrong with a rap song about Communicore Weekly. We've proven that ourselves. And this, I'm like, the last three things, even the Animal Kingdom one, I'm pretty sure they're all going to go on my iPod for me to listen to uh, oh, when yes, I drive. Yeah. Because... Which was... That was wonderful to have a rap about us. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you to our musically it, inclined yeah. uh, cadets. We really <laughs> appreciate those things. Those are hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And the, and the next one, 
comes with a pretty big claim. It does. It does. Let's check it out. Hey, y'all. This is Cadet LCs coming to you from Atlanta, Georgia. I just wanted to congratulate y'all on 150 awesome and amazing episodes. I have Communicore Weekly as a part of my routine, whether I'm getting ready for the day or commuting to work, or especially when I'm writing my blog, I watch you guys on YouTube. And I especially love how you bring humor, how you bring history. There's the Disney fanaticism that we all share. I love that. And especially the five-legged goats. Those are my favorites. So congratulations again. And from your biggest fan in Georgia, that's right. I'm claiming it. This is Cadet LC's signing off. Bye, y'all. Oh, Elsie's, thank you so much. I know you've been a huge fan of the show for so long, and we might be able to provide some certification for that claim. I think we may be able to provide that at some point in the future. <laughs> Once in we the invent future. The, well, I mean, if we get the swan boat time travel technology, will it go forward as well? I would hope. I mean, if it's if it's a swan boat time machine, one would think it would go backward and forward i mean that's what time machines do right yeah i guess that's i guess so i don't know yeah yeah i mean besides the tardis which and well and the delorean and there have been a couple great ones so yeah yeah, yeah. okay um, all right so before we go into the very last voicemail we're going to play i just want to give a shout out to chris perry from new zealand uh who has left us some really great voicemails giving us some uh, really good details about some disney history stuff about the early days of walt disney world about some yep. of our segments um you're a wealth of knowledge, sir, and we appreciate you calling in. So thank you very much. I know you actually just left another voicemail today. I did not listen to it yet, but thank you for calling in. Um, but now, let's go to our final voicemail of the episode. Hi, George. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Community Court Cadets. Hello to myself, too, because I'll be listening to this. My name is Nick. I'm calling from Westchester, New York, also known as TTA Traveler on Twitter and Rick Nacino on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, call and say congratulations. Keep up the good work. Love everything you guys are doing. Uh, just so you know, you Communicore Weekly was the first podcast that I ever listened to, and now I listen to it every week. And I listen to a whole bunch of other different podcasts, mostly about Disney parks. Um, so thank you guys for that. Thank you for all the good work. Um, I grew up wearing mouse ears as well. Uh, musical great. Love you. Keep it up. Thanks. Bye. Thank you so much, Nick. We really appreciate that. Uh, you know, uh, being someone's first podcast, that's pretty awesome. Um, Does that mean we're a gateway podcast? We could be considered a gateway podcast now. Is hmm. that a good thing? I don't know. I'm going mean, to say it's a good a thing. Program like Podcasters Anonymous? Or uh, podcasting? PA? PA? Yeah. PA? That's Pennsylvania. I don't get people confused. Oh, that's true. That's I, I'm already confused. Uh, but yeah. thank you, Nick, for that really nice voicemail. We really appreciate that. And... Since you men mentioned at the end of your voicemail about growing up with mouse ears, uh, we actually have another little thing we'd like to play for you guys. Um, it seems like uh, the the mouse ears uh, portion of the Commuter Crew Weekly, the musical, seems to be everybody's favorite. Mm -hmm. um, I know it's mine. And it was actually envisioned very late in the game, probably about five days before the musical actually came out. So it was a very uh, late, late game thing mm -hmm. that we threw in however it's fantastic and andy george's brother always expressed wanting to do a full version of the song 
and he never really had that opportunity. But for the 150th episode, he decided he was going to do just that. So this is like an exclusive. This is an exclusive. A Kumino Weekly episode 150 exclusive. <laughs> so please enjoy uh, the full version of Mouse Ears. When I was just a little boy My daddy left me by the tracks With tears streaming down her face My mom said, son, he ain't never coming back So I put on my ears a little tighter Made my burden a little bit lighter With my back against the wall I found out I was a fighter Cause I grew up wearing mouse ears They got me through some hard years was in high school Wearing mouse ears wasn't so cool At that age you find your place And sometimes the tears are streaming down my face But the ears helped me let someone in I found my identical twin The winds of change they started to blow So we fired up an online show I'm always wearing mouse ears I'm always wearing mouse ears My head keeps getting big Thank you guys so much for all of the fantastic and amazing and heartfelt voicemails. No, seriously, we really do appreciate it. And, you know, uh, feel free to leave us a, another voicemail. Call us and tell us about anything going on in your life. Uh, 424-785-4628. 424-785-GOAT. Sometimes you might see it, sometimes you don't. Hey, look, what's that? It's a five-legged goat. Of course, I have to talk about everyone's favorite full-day park, Disney's Animal Kingdom, for our 150th episode spectacular, because what else would I talk about, guys? Of course. Of course. George, stop snickering. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so, when you're at my favorite full-day park, if you head over to Africa, 
uh, specifically the seating area in Tamu Tamu Refreshments over by there, you might want to make sure you have all the bare necessities with you. Because near the far right wall, next to the exit, is some concrete in the rockwork. Which, you know, no big deal, right? There's concrete everywhere. Well, if you look closely, you can see that this concrete has kind of faded and chipped away, uh, quote-unquote, over the years. And now, it's actually in the shape of Baloo's head from the Jungle Book. So, once again, uh, hidden blues, I think, are way more cool than hidden Mickeys. <laughs> well, yes, they are. But the, my, my new favorites that are coming out, though, are the hidden Lincolns. The hidden Lincolns? That Wait, those are everywhere. pennies. No, no, that's something different. Oh, so, oh, sorry. I think we're going to cover it on a future segment. So okay, fair enough. It'll be, it's just a little, a little, a little tip or tease for all the cadets out there. Oh, a sneak preview. Yeah, I have no idea yeah, what he's like talking this. about, guys. So it's a preview <laughs> for me too. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, thank you so much for watching or listening, whatever your preferred device is, for enjoying Communicore Weekly to our 150th and longest episode so yeah. far. This is insane. This is insane. But thank you again. <laughs> please leave us a comment and rate us on iTunes. Yeah. If you feel, uh, <laughs> wow. Email us at communicorweekly at gmail.com. And don't forget, we would love you to email us your full name, your birthday and month, as well as your postal address for our upcoming season four promotion. Yes. Yes. And of course, like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash communicorweekly. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Imaginerding. He's at Jeff Heimbuck. And of course, give us a call on the Communico Weekly Goat Line at 424-785-4628. And if you enjoyed Mouse Ears, don't forget to stop by the uh, Communico Weekly website where you can pick up the musical on Amazon, CD Baby, iTunes. Listen to it for free on Spotify or Google Play. Trust us, you're going to love it. Yes, I'm sure you will. And like George just mentioned, check out the Communa store on CommunaCoreWeekly.com. Click on the store, see all the great shirts we have to offer. Okay, for Jeff Heimbuck, I'm George Taylor. And for George Taylor, I'm Jeff Heimbuck. Again, thank you guys so much for listening, for watching, and for dealing with us for 150 episodes. (laughs) We really love and appreciate every single one of you guys. And we'll see you next time on Communicore Weekly the greatest online show. Russ. Hello? Hello? Is this thing on? Hello? Communicore Cadet Russ here, calling to wish you... Let's try that again. Hello? Hello? Is this thing on? Hello? Mina Clark Cadet Russ here, calling to wish you a... Uh, I'm going to try again.